0: This episode of the DLU Podcast is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition. As someone who's used Goalie for quite some time, I can tell you that they're not only very good, but they're very beneficial. My favorite are the Supergreen Gummies. The Supergreen Gummies are uniquely crafted with a spectrum of essential nutrients such as vitamins A, B12, folic acid, and theamine. It supports a healthy liver function, healthy nervous and immune system, digestive health, a boost to your metabolism, and overall health and well-being. There are no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or colors from artificial sources. They're vegan-friendly, gluten-free, and gelatin-free. All loyal listeners of the DLU Podcast get a special 10% discount at checkout. Go to Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. That's Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. This podcast is a Believe Network and Luciete production. Welcome to another edition of the D Lewis Podcast brought to you by Believe Network. I'm your host, Derek T. Lewis, and I hope your week is treating you well. Um, This past weekend, uh, yours truly was back doing my ring announcer thing at the world-famous Monster Factory at Back to School Beatings, where we crowned the fourth annual Larry Sharp Memorial Cup winner, the man known as Goldie. There were some things that happened after, towards the end of the event that shocked everybody. So, for more, just tune in to the YouTube channel with the World Famous Monster Factory, so you can catch up on all of our programming, including every Friday night at eight PM Eastern for our show, Total Wrestling Live (TRL). That's wrestling spelled R A S S L I N. Total Wrestling Live every Friday night, eight PM on YouTube. Speaking of pro wrestling, um, Gabby's on the show again this week, and we cover. Um, WWE's newest signee, um, Jade Cargill, who once wrestled in, uh, all elite wrestling, um, as I'm recording this on a Tuesday night, she signed a contract this morning, you know, ESPN released the news about it. So we talk, we go into detail talking about what we expect and, um, and we're, what we're hopeful for in regards to how they use her and the whole nine yards. Then of course we talk about what was all going on last week with WWE released 21 wrestlers from their roster so we go into depth about that and so much more regarding the world of professional wrestling and let's not wait any longer my conversation with gabby about all aspects of wwe within the last week starts right now well ladies and gentlemen uh this is the d-loop podcast again um i'm welcoming back once again, Gabby, how you doing?
1: Hey, how are you? I'm so excited. Thank you for inviting me. back. This is like my third time joining. I'm yeah. so excited.
0: Thank you. Oh, no, no. Okay, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But before we go any further, we got to talk about the breaking news that happened as we're recording this on a uh, Tuesday. You know, this morning, broke the news broke via ESPN that free agent, pro wrestler Jade Cargill has signed a multi-year contract with world wrestling entertainment. That was like I said, broken by ESPN today. So you figure with the endeavor TKO thing, this is basically their first signing mm-hmm. since the, the merger became official about a week and a half ago. So for those that know or don't know, you know, Jay Cargill was um, a part of AEW for about two and a half years, maybe three years. And she was there. She was the TBS champion, you know, for quite a while. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. was their mid-card title. And she really, I felt, was one of the faces of the women's division there. And she was dominant. They booked her. They booked her the right way. Um, then, of course, you know, they did the swerve at double or nothing. And she dropped the title to Chris Statlander. She basically took the entire summer off. And she comes back, does the episode of um, of Rampage. Loses the match to Chris Statlander, and the hug at the end. People were speculating on whether she was gonna be going to the WWE. You know, for a lot of us that are in the know, you know, that rumor had been going around for a while that you mm-hmm. know she was gonna go there. I I felt as though, considering, and again, I, you're talking to an AEW fan as well as well as WWE and other promotions, but I just felt as though that the way they've been booking the women hasn't really been up to par. And I just feel as though that maybe the WWE could be a good place for her, especially for her to learn more, because granted, she's only been in the business for three years. And I think. She got some se- some seasoning under her belt, and I think, you know, it's time for her to take it to the next level. And I mean, this and the way and she and she made it very clear when she left that there was no hard feelings with AEW. AEW treated her the right way going out. There was nothing bad that happened or anything. You know how the rumor mill starts. Oh, they buried her. Oh, they did this. Oh, they did that. No, they actually had a really good match. And I thought that was a really good way for her to grow up. So let me hear your um, opinions about this recent signing by WWE.
1: So I haven't actually watched the full interview, full disclosure, but I have read some quotes from the interview that she did today regarding her time. And I will say she made some pretty valid points. One of the things she said is that she needs training. She needs development. And she did not get that consistently at AEW. As we know, WWE has a performance center. They have top-notch trainers. They have mm-hmm. the facility. They have promo school. They have all of these resources that AEW does not have. Right. Um, and that checks out. She essentially said, like, i want, I good. I want to be great. Right. And absolutely. I've not had the opportunity to be great with AEW when I'm only getting in the ring with Brian Danielson for or Punk for 30 minutes for the show. Like, that's not true. Um, training opportunity it's not true development. At the end of the day, she was a Division One athlete. Division I mm-hmm. athletes, they are used to programs. They are used to a training schedule. They're used to structure. And AEW, unfortunately, did not have that. Um, right. So I think the signing makes sense to me. She wasn't negative in anything. She just said what worked for her and what she wants to do moving forward. She made a point to say that she wanted to go against the Britt Bakers. She wanted to go against the Sheeta's, But she felt kind of, quote-unquote, pigeonholed in the mid-card where she wasn't able to get those matches. She's disappointed that she didn't get those matches. And I kind of, honestly, I kind of got to agree with her. She very much got pigeonholed with that championship. Because let's be honest, Britt Baker with the mid-card championship doesn't make any sense she no. with the mid card championship doesn't make any sense so those big matches that she wanted to have and those matches that you have they help you learn they help you develop they help you learn all the things and you're not getting that when you're fighting the mid card so to me it checks out um i look forward to seeing her i hope that she does a pop on nxt tonight i love for them to like truly give her like a month or two of development and then she pop up randomly on SmackDown since we know she's coming at this point. It's not going to be a surprise, right. um, but I think she needs to take that time in the PC. Like I'm not saying she's a bad wrestler, but everyone can improve. Right. Um, and there's yeah. definitely room for improvement. I mean, at the end of the day she came off what a three month break and had a quick yeah. match with Statlander. Like right. I hate to say there's ring rust in that because obviously she's in the gym. She has to be for that banging body, but she needs to kind of get in there and, Work it out. So I hope they give her the time, the opportunity to get in there and work it out, and not just push her tonight. But right. it's WWE, so you never know. Um, I but mean, I think all the hype from this morning, right. I don't see them putting her on NXT tonight. That's my rant. Sorry, it's a little long. You never <laughs> know.
0: I mean, to me, I'm not saying put her on NXT tonight, but I would say maybe have a sit in the crowd.
1: So it's funny. Let's. I'm going to segue. I'm sorry. So let's talk about NXT since we're there. Mm -hmm. I view NXT using the Women's Championship as a mid-card belt. If you notice, it's been defended on Raw a few times. and It's going to be defended on Raw moving forward. I think Mm -hmm. that that's what they're trying to do with this NXT belt. So Mm -hmm. it wouldn't surprise me if they did put her NXT and she went up against your Tegan Knox or whomever. Eventually, Becky's got to lift the strap. It's called a spade of spade. Whoever right. takes this, whoever takes this drop Tiffany Stratton, or whoever takes it from her, right. I think it'd be interesting for her to go after that if they're truly going to treat it as a mid card belt. She gets her reps in, and then we build her up to going up against your Becky's, your Ria's, your Raquel's. Like, I think that she needs to like show her dominance because she's a big woman. Like, that lady right. is like almost six feet tall. They need to put her up against somebody that's smaller, like your Zia Lee, to show how big her stature is compared right. to your five foot one women you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i think that again if they truly put the energy and effort into building her i think it's great like everyone wants to hear versus bianca i get it but like let's be honest we're not there yet
0: yeah i mean uh, like the, the they made this a big big deal because like they don't i said do press ESPN, releases
1: for signing they, do they don't do those things
0: like I, i'm re i'm looking at the um at the at the press release now mm-hmm. it says stanford connecticut you know september 26th wwe part of tko group holdings ns nysc tko today announced it has signed jade cargill to a multi-year contract cargill a standoff performer who has earned accolades as an industry-renowned talent, will begin training today at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando. So, we never got something like this before. You know what I mean? Even when Rousey, even when Rousey got signed, I don't think it was this much fanfare and I no, think-
1: because Rhonda just showed up. We all heard it, we all knew it, but then Rhonda right. just showed up on Raw one night and we were like, oh, all right, cool. So like, I guess my question moving forward would be to see if they continue with these big press releases or was it just a Jade thing. Because you have to think big picture. TK, I'm sorry, Tony Khan had his presser today, too. So do you think it's kind of timed with like with that I presser like, say... to overshine that? Do you like I kind of think I... that honestly, yeah, that's why they did it. Because the first question in that presser was. Jay cargo
0: yeah and i mean it's it's strategy i mean that's just the way it goes and i mean it is what it is but i think all and people and this is the part that i hate right fans can have opinions and i get it but to say oh aew's finished. aew's done no they're not the fact that you have um warner um discovery you know giving them money mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's not like that. This is the old, you know, T, you know, um, Turner Group or AOL Time Warner that um, wanted WCW off their television. They wanted them gone. No, this is actual entity once AEW around. They're giving them. I mean, you figure they already gave them. You think in a, a third show, Collision. You know what I mean? So the fact that you know another wrestler went to WWE. Okay, great. This is how it used to be back in the day. Well, 100%, right?
1: They flip-flop. they they go from show to the next show, and yeah. then their contract was fired, and they'd run back home to wherever it was WCW or WWE for sure.
0: I mean, when Rick, i put it you this way. When Rick Flair went to the W, and I'm old enough to remember this, when Bobby Heenan, when this was when Wrestling Challenge, it was like the last 60 seconds of the show. It was Bobby Heenan, Jim Neidhart, when he was doing commentary in Gorilla Monsoon, and, and, and Bobby Heenan had the big gold belt because we hadn't seen Flair on TV since, what, June maybe? Mm-hmm. with WCW and I'm looking like wait a minute that's the WCW championship and he was like this championship belt that I hold um, the man that holds this belt is is currently contracted with another wrestling organization he's like you could talk about your Hogan's and this that and the other but you can't compare Hulk Hogan to Ric Flair and I completely lost my collective shit I'm serious excuse mm-hmm. my language but literally like you, every back in the day in the 80s Every fan wanted to know who's going to win between Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair. Who was going to win? Hogan and Flair. Flair and Hogan. This is what the fans wanted. Every independent wrestler magazine, PWI, The Wrestler, everything. Everyone used to do this. Fantasy Warfare. Who would win? And then, oh, wow, he's really coming. So if if that was the modern day, if if we would have had social media back then, like that would have been... Like, that would have broke the internet. The fact that Ric Flair was going to the WWF. You know what I mean? But at the same time, then I mean, bringing it back to what I was saying about fans talking about, you know, this is the end of AEW. No, because think about it. They're still, they, they, they can afford to trim the fat. There's a lot of wrestlers that are under contract, and I think they need to focus on the people that they want to focus on and let people go wherever they want to go. That's why they're letting a lot of contracts expire. Sonny Kiss, for example his contract expired. Brian Pillman Jr., his contract expired. You know what I mean? So there's several others that they're not, so they're not firing people. No, they're just going to just let the contracts run out.
1: So here's my thoughts on that. And I'm sure we'll touch on that when we get to our next segment. Um, it's interesting how Tony Khan's let your ex- contract expire versus WWE cutting you. At the end of the day, someone is still losing, losing job. their
0: job. right? So
1: regardless to, how it happens or when it happens like you can't knock vince for letting for essentially cutting down the fat if literally that's what tony khan is doing he's just letting contracts expire it's the same thing at the end of the day your talent is still losing their job they're still losing that income um and i just wish fans would kind of understand that like yes tony khan may have done it in a better way and i'm not taking that from him but Mm -hmm sunny kiss still isn't working and neither are the people that were cut last week it's still unfortunate no matter how you slice it or dice it um this mm. is still business right
0: yeah and i mean at least with wwe you know obviously they get the 90 days they, mm-hmm. they, they still get paid for 90 days and then once the 90 days is up they're because they're they're officially a free agent i know was it uh december 20th i believe is when they all become free agents some mm-hmm. are waiting so after the holidays to kind of just say, all right, January 1st. You
1: yeah, know. AJ uh, said that he was taking bookings after uh, yeah. January
0: 1. <laughs> right. So, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, things, you know, that's happened really within the last week, and you alluded to it, so let's just hop into it. Uh, last week, um, there was announcements made. Um, there were some outlets. Um, shout out to uh, Sean Ross sap at Fightful for um, – and by the way, guys, for those that are listening to this podcast – I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this with all honesty in the world. There are a lot of shit Twitter pages out there that that report shit, okay? So what I mean by that, there's going to be people that's going to report about, oh, such and such is getting divorced, or this one is this. No, 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 no. What you need to do is tune in and follow the ones that have credibility. And these are people that I've met, ladies and gentlemen. These are people that I know people that know me and they are they are a credible credible source so guys like john alba shout out to john alba shout out to sean ross sap chris van vliet those guys anyone from fightful those are credible sources do not listen do not follow any of the crap that's out there and I, and I'm and there's I, and I'm a lot of crap
1: and I'm a including lot. the
0: guy out in Northern California who I'm not going to even give him credit, even though I may not get the traction he does. You know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So D, I'm going to say his his first name is D. His last name begins with an M, and I'll leave it at that.
1: Yep, if you know, he, you know.
0: Because he's going to be, because he's going to basically make up and and stir up his own narrative. Because as a matter of fact, the other day. Um, he had said something about how it, for, at SmackDown, because, you know, LA Knight. I was going to bring had gotten, that up, um, actually. Yeah, he, he had COVID in, the, in the, the arena. Shout out
1: to Stephanie for clearing Stephanie, that up real absolutely. quick. Absolutely,
0: because Stephanie was actually at the arena, and she contacted the arena and basically debunked his whole entire narrative, saying that, oh, well, they were asking for um for refunds and this, that, and the other, and that was not even the case at all. And so he once, still
1: fought her tooth and nail, he, even though he was caught. He still went oh. back and forth with her, like she's like, no, like I'm credible. I called, I did the work, and he's still like, yeah, I know you're wrong.
0: And she was actually at the arena, so I mean, you're gonna tell someone that's there basically, or you're just gonna go off hearsay, or you're gonna just mm-hmm. make up your own. And again, he's been freewheeling for four, over forty years, so again, don't listen to that guy. Like I said, the guys that I, I that I was telling you about, you listen to them. I'm telling you, listen to them. But like I said. There were releases last week, and unfortunately, you know, I think it was close to 21 um, wrestlers from WWE, both on the main roster with Raw and SmackDown and NXT, were let go. Um, a friend of mine got let go earlier this year. She was on NXT, she was in, in at the Performance Center. Shout out to the Notorious Mimi. She was wrestling uh, down there, Sloan Jacobs. And that was unfortunate. And I felt she, you know, why Why they let her go? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's just business. You know what I mean? That's the business of the wrestling business, unfortunately, where it's like, you know, some, you know, you could be doing X, Y, and Z the right way. And it's just, that's just the way it is. So I'm just going to go over the names first and then we'll we'll go over some of the highlighted wins. Let's just start with Abule Adi, um, Abadi Fitzgerald, Brooklyn Barlow, Alexis Gray, Daniel MacArthur, Kevin Ventura-Cortez, Bryson Montana, Quincy Elliott, Jalisa Leon, Ike Manjiro, Shanky, Dabakado, Dana Brooke, Mansoor, Massey, both of those guys from uh, Maximum, Ma- Maximum Male Models, Rick Boogs, Top Dollar, Aaliyah, Riddick Moss, Emma, Mustafa Ali, Elias, Shelton Benjamin, Matt Riddle, and Dolph Ziggler those are the ones that were um, officially released now it, they did it differently this time WWE didn't really make these announcements of because you know how they usually do when they make future, cuts, endeavors. future endeavors and they didn't do that this time and maybe this is probably an initiative with the, with endeavor tko because every single one of the people that were were let go announced it themselves like for example who i felt really bad for was emma because she was the one that was promoting
1: 45 minutes before oh my god she's like never mind i got
0: released i was like oh she was just re- she because they had announced that elimination chamber is going to be in perth um australia that's the west coast of australia in february and she was all excited about you know ready to go back home and everything and then 45 minutes later she's like, ups never mind i was just released and, and I
1: think I, she was one of the first ones that we found out about, honestly. Um, because we yeah. knew everyone was like, Ali is a one-off, like it didn't Right. Whatever. it just happens. And then I think a few minutes later, she made her tweet. Everyone was like, Oh no, it's black. It's Thursday. happening. Yeah, it's happening. It's happening. Um, I think I
0: text you the yeah, um, the Emma we tweet, and I'm it. just like, oh my God. So let's let's talk about it. So yeah, so Emma had just got back, with a year ago? And after she Ish. had got let go, yeah, because after she got let go in 2017, where unfortunately a rush had made that tweet, unfortunately, and I, I in my mind, I just never felt that she reached her full potential no. there. She's no. damn talented, number one. I mean, she's a hell of a. I mean, put her in, and you, she's just one of those ones, almost like Chelsea Green. You give her anything, and they could turn, um make chicken salad out of chicken shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, it, the, she's one of those workers where you could she can do anything. And she thrived on the Indies. You know, she was in Ring of Honor at one point. I think she may have, have dabbled in a little bit of impact, I think, too, you know, using her real name, Neil Dashwood. Mm-hmm. But then when I got, when she announced, I, I said, uh-oh, I said, I know she's engaged to Riddick Moss. I said, I hope. And then I don't even, I, I think he joked about it, but he said he didn't even answer the phone. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah. So and I mean, obviously, her and our Riddick Moss are are engaged, and it's just like that guy. Like, come on, like you mean to tell me you couldn't find anything for him? Like, I, 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 like some of the some of the names I get, but there was a lot of names on this list that I was just completely like really extremely confused about. It talk about
1: it. Um, I would say the most confusing would be Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Um Ali to an extent, I think being you text about this where he was asking for his release. They right. finally kind of gave him something to do and they're like, yeah, never mind. We're actually gonna head and kill that. Um but I would say Dolph and honestly Rick Boogs kind of threw me off too. He's a brick house. Like
0: yeah, that's a- if he
1: had the right gimmick or the right something like I just I that one kind of threw me off too um but also I think some people knew right because Shelton Benjamin happened to be on like a European vacation last week randomly and then we all know that Dolph and his brother were teasing them in AEW so I it kind of leads me to believe that some folks kind of knew it was coming um obviously some folks were surprised because you have your Emmas you know what I mean I'm not saying that but I just feel like genuinely some people kind of they kind of knew their time was up
0: um, yeah, but I mean, and and looking like I said with the, the like obviously the couple here, uh, Riddick Moss and Emma, and I mean I wish them all the best, and I hope that they they're both gonna land somewhere, because and thank goodness there's companies around, and this is this is the, the the most important thing, the fact that there is AEW, the fact that there is MLW. Shout out to Alex Kane, shout out to Jay Bougie, Mister Thomas, over the guys in uh, Boom IA, they're really killing it down there in MLW. Um, there's Impact. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's Ring of Honor in association NWA. with AEW, NWA. Places. There's a lot. So there's places to go now. Cause, the, Cause remember, 20 years ago when cats were getting let were getting let go, it was it was it was hard because of they mean, were doing the
1: territories, they were doing these random and I'm not knocking indies for when I say this. They right. were doing like the random small indies in mm-hmm. backyards in Jersey. They were doing like flea markets in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um As opposed to being able to go to an impact at AEW, at NWA. There are so many options of things people can do now. Um, Look at Matt Cardona, man. Like prime example of who took shit and ran and is like killing it. I'm not saying everyone's going to be Matt Cardona. Like let's let's clear that up. Um, But I mean, look at him and Steph's run. They're killing it on the Indies. I'm sure he's bringing home his money. Like he's good.
0: Speaking of him. He sent out an incredible, incredible tweet the yes, other day, did. and I'm going to read it in just a second because I think it was extremely important for what he said, only because when you think about all of the things that he went through as, you know, working in WWE, working, you know, let me think about the the incident that took place when they just rolled him off a damn the stage and the wheelchair. That was just completely awful. I he, like he didn't deserve that. Mm-hmm. I don't care what no one says. No, like you, you, you just don't treat your um like your wrestlers like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, you just yeah. don't do it. But I'm searching for what he said because it was it was damn true. He says what he said. He said to those who were just released, this can be the end of your career or it could be the beginning. Look yourself in the mirror and decide. I promise you the work and the money is out there. It's not easy. It's a grind. It's a hustle. It's frustrating. But it also can be incredibly rewarding in more ways than one if you work your fucking ass off. I hope to see a lot of you down the road. That was very inspiring because it's so easy. And again, you know, it's easy to say, you know what? Bump it. The WWE is the end all be all. And that's all I want to do. And I'm not doing this anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's so. And I, I'm not. I, I'm not speaking for people, but I'm just saying it could be. Whereas, but or you have to find your. You have to find your niche. You have to find and and, and Matt Card. It took a he, he. It took a lot for him to build his name on the Independence, and now he he has to turn down bookings. I'm pretty sure now mm-hmm. because of how busy he is. So, mm-hmm. if, if it's and, and he said it. He's he's not in a rush to go. But if there was ever to offer he said if they came back with an offer he said it would come down to the two c's cash and creative
1: yep what to are you that. gonna... that's always things cash right. and creative
0: right and i mean he's right because he's in a position now where in other words he he's not begging for a he can job. call
1: his shot he can be like mm-hmm. I, I hate to say cody because no one's ever gonna be cody but essentially Co- we all know cody like wrote his contract and said "This is a, these are my demands these are the things that i want um mm-hmm. and he got them
0: yeah Mm-hmm. And, and he deserved it, I think. And you know, okay. he. I think, in my opinion, Cody left left a young man and came back as a grown ass man. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the story for me with Cody. But getting back to this list, Elias. Now, I was listening to um the day that these releases were happening. I was listening to um busted open you mean radio. Is well, you know, <laughs> you know the vibes. Um, bully Ray and um. And a shout out to the guys over at Busted Open Radio on Sirius XM. You can listen to them every day, uh, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon on Channel 156, Fight Nation on Sirius XM Radio. Shout out to Dave LaGreca, who's, who is uh, who is the proprietor, the owner of uh, Busted Open Radio. But they were talking about what well, Bully Ray made this vow at this point. He said the name of the company is called World Wrestling Entertainment. Elias. Was one of the most entertaining guys on the roster.
1: He could Elias ra- had some terrible. I mean, let's say me be first, clean that up. Elias had some terrible situations that he was put in that he turned to money. Mm-hmm. Every okay. time you gave him chicken shit, he turned it to salad immediately. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was very unfortunate. But also, I feel like again we heard that like a week ago that he was released or whatever. So again, another person who I don't think was surprised. By the news, unfortunately, yeah, doesn't but make it any easier. And like we've mentioned right. before, at the end of the day, people still lost their income. People still lost their job. Yeah.
0: But, but I mean, but think about this, though, like, remember the end, uh, the, the raw when they were in Seattle and him and um Kevin Owens were sitting there and he was like, it's not, he was like, he's like, it's almost like I having a basketball team here in Seattle and those in the crowd legitimately i mean it, there was that was no piped in booze. Mm-hmm. they were literally booing him he was like now oklahoma city now that's a city. And he was just digging in the crowd and i'm just like you mean to tell me you could not find anything for him mm-hmm. i mean come on this episode of the dilu podcast is brought to you by Goalie nutrition As someone who's used goalie for quite some time, I can tell you that they're not only very good, but they're very beneficial. My favorite are the Supergreen Gummies. The Supergreen Gummies are uniquely crafted with a spectrum of essential nutrients such as vitamins A, B12, folic acid, and theamine. It supports a healthy liver function, healthy nervous and immune system, digestive health, a boost to your metabolism, and overall health and well-being. There are no artificial sweeteners. Flavors or colors from artificial sources. They're vegan-friendly, gluten-free, and gelatin-free. All loyal listeners of the DLU podcast get a special 10% discount at checkout. Go to Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. That's Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. I mean, Aaliyah, I mean, she hadn't done anything since um, her and Raquel had the tag belts. literally literally i mean honestly i felt as though she could have been back at nxt i think she could have there could have been something for her i do
1: um because i think that and one of the problems that nxt runs into is that they need i hate to say ogs but they need people around there who know what they're doing and can wrestle As Mm -hmm. with all of the green people so you may not need to get someone like becky who I do love that she's down there at the conversation of the day, mm-hmm. but you do need someone who knows the ring mm-hmm. and Aliyah knew the ring. So it's like mm, you guys could have used her but also you haven't so let her be free.
0: Yeah, and I mean think about Corbin. Corbin's down there and I mean I liked how they're revamping him and he's going back to his lone wolf which love I it. Felt, love it. He sh- they should have had him as the, like I dug the lone wolf like when he's going to be able to
1: take the strap from one of the boys mark my word on that let's quote that i think he's going to be the one to do it because he's Mm -hmm. down there killing it it's convenient for him he lives in florida he ain't got to be on the road all the time he's got a family like he's just once again a person i think that Corbin doesn't get the props that he deserves for being one of the top heels like no he's not mjf like we're not we're not going there right if you overall look at his career Mm -hmm. he is an amazing heel who never gets his props I think it's Corbin well you know
0: what well you want to know why it's it's and it's a small population it's the whole IWC that doesn't respect people that come from the NFL and come to the WWE well he didn't wrestle on the indies and he didn't pay his dues listen if you do your research dummies you would realize that a majority of your favorites from the 80s were all 70s and 80s were all football players I'll give you an example everyone's favorite common man if you will Dusty Rhodes went to West Texas. There is a group of wrestlers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Within a five or six or seven year period went to West Texas, West, Texas state university playing football. Here's the names. And I'm not just going off the top of the dome. Dusty Rhodes. Um, let's see. Um, oh God. Oh man. I'm Tully Blanchard, Tito Santana. Um,
1: don't cold they, play football. A bunch of them came from football backgrounds.
0: No, like, right, but I'm just saying it was collect. just a group. But it was just a group mm-hmm. of those guys in the '60s that played. Like, because uh, Tully Blanchett was a um a, a quarterback. Tito Santana mm-hmm. was a wide receiver. Ted DiBiase went there. Um, a uh, Frank Goodish, who you know as Bruiser Brody, went there. Um, the, the Stan Hansen went there. You know what I'm saying? Dusty Rose graduated from this. So. But well, Hexaw Jim Duggan was a, was a, was a, he you know, he played. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wonderful played football. Ron Simmons played football. It's mm-hmm. in the College Football Hall of Fame. So for people to say, well, they didn't go in the Indies and they didn't get, well, listen, a lot of wrestler, a lot of wrestlers didn't make their break in football or whatever the case. And hey, they made it in wrestling. The Rock didn't make it in football. Roman Reigns didn't make it in football. And he's, in, he's on top of the food chain. So mm-hmm. don't disrespect someone's path. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I do think that there's some, when they when they go get some of these um, football athletes, they really don't care about wrestling. They just want to get a, whatever, how they can get in. That's one thing. But the majority of the wrestlers that were former football players that were really successful, really enjoyed the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. But wow. So the, the next thing I wanted to talk about was Dana Brooke. Now... I want to say it may have been like a couple of months ago, where she literally, like, I don't I don't want to say she was depressed or whatever, but she was really upset.
1: Their fans were so mean to her. And, oh, and gosh.
0: And I'm like, okay. I'm not she doesn't have here's the thing: not every wrestler has to put on a quote unquote five-star match, which I think is it, it's ridiculous that oh, let's see what Melsey says about this. No cares. But the fact that she she does, she's not the greatest technical wrestler in the world. and It, it doesn't matter. they It's trying still to... a
1: human being that you're being a shit back. So it doesn't matter right. what she's doing. It doesn't matter how good or bad and different she is. Right, you still... She's still a human being and that's Mm -hmm. effed up. I don't care if you go in and tell the person at Target and Kroger
0: that they're a shit
1: person because they didn't bag your groceries right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make it okay. You cannot treat people that way.
0: Yeah. And she went on Twitter and was talking about it. And I'm just like, like that, that's and it's like, I thought it was a good it was a good restart for her to go to NXT. I will and, say
1: that the WWE tried to repackage her and try to give her another chance by sending mm-hmm. her to NXT. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. Like, that's that's okay too, but that doesn't mm-hmm. give people a are like shit. I will leave it at that. I will not say she's the best. I will not say, though, she's the worst. I will say that, that they gave her a chance to do something different and unfortunately, right. it unfortunately didn't work out in her benefit.
0: Yeah. But that, I mean, such is life. Right. Super. That was an unfortunate um now quincy elliott down at nxt was let go the super diva
1: nobody was shocked there
0: yeah there were some i had heard some rumblings about that situation and we'll leave it at that um Jalisa leon i was a little surprised at that because i thought they were gonna you know definitely gonna start doing something with her yeah but let's talk about maximum male models Yo, is, they're
1: on twitch every day is spilling all of the tea
0: they are and i mean <laughs> they released a video about being fixers
1: oh i like that that was cute i'm sorry and, it wasn't cute but it was a really like it was really good
0: and i mean they were in the limo they were like two mm-hmm. dressed up as like two mobsters like it was mm-hmm. completely different and i'm just like why wasn't that on tv like mm-hmm. how on earth do you have all this talent around you and you're not even you're not focusing on it but see that's
1: the problem you just nailed it there's too much talent there's Mm -hmm. too much talent for well how many hours a week of wrestling do they have two two four seven hours a week of wrestling right for wwe that you have that much talent that you can't figure out how to give people shine in seven hours of tv that is insane that you have people that are sitting in the background that are like great and they're killing it and they they have plenty of videos they shot and things that they were supposed to do that mm-hmm. they gave to WWE and they're just like alright bet and then it never happened again Um, it's unfortunate because they're talented I mean their personalities are great I've been watching their twitches they've yeah. their streams they've been like super personable super human super normal um it's unfortunate that they got dealt the cards they got dealt. Um, but another person that I will say they get to go be free now. Yeah. And the whole Monsour not being able to take L's crazy contract.
0: Crazy Interesting. Contract. But um, and huge shout out to Masay because his dad Brent Williams actually played for the New England Patriots up oh, until '93, wow. and I met his dad at training camp in 2017, he was like, yeah, man, my son's down in, um, at NXT, you know, he's a wrestler now. I was like, oh, I can, I told him I watched wrestling and mm-hmm. I, I got a picture with Brent Williams. He, they signed my ball and everything. Mm. And it was dope to, to, to me I met his dad and mm-hmm. he was really, he was beaming about his son, you know, being a professional wrestler and everything. And I'm just like, I wish, I wish both of those guys all the best. And I hope that a comp, I think a company they would thrive in will be impact and having, been backstage in impact before just observing and everything is such a great place to work. Okay. You know what I mean? You, you get TV exposure. Okay. You got all this history of the company, but the, t- the company's 21 years old and mm-hmm. everyone thought, including me back in the mid, I would say 2010s that I thought impact it TNA was going to be done and over with. And they've weathered the storm. So kudos to, you know, Scott to and everyone running it, you know, Tommy dreamer, Mickey James, um, uh, Gail Kim, and all of the all all the folks down there. Shout out to Tasha Steeles, by the way. My favorite my my, my up, uh, my fellow Patriots fan, you know, down there, back, you know, down there killing it too. So we talked about it a little bit. Uh, Shelton Benjamin. Um that bothered me because just last year, they were just celebrating his 20th anniversary when he joined the company. Mm-hmm. When he got to the main roster, and I'm like wait a minute so it just like like there. i just felt as though that his comeback i felt as though didn't reach full potential they had it's because they
1: killed the hurt business if (laughs) i truly unfortunately i think it's because him and alex him and cedric alexander were killing it him and when they had the hurt business like it made sense and then when they decided to split that that's when everything went to shit honestly i was waiting to read that uh Alex, Cedric, Alex and that. Man, yeah and luckily it didn't come through so like i'm so excited but like i just genuinely feel like when they that was his last shot that was shelton benjamin's last shot at yeah. whatever was the hurt business and when that went away it was like all right well here we are but i do think he's a person who will land somewhere else may not be wrestling i don't know i know the gentleman is older maybe he doesn't want to do that body anymore but i think that he still has a lot to give to the business and if another organization was smart they would grab him for his wrestling mind if not for wrestling cuz i mean he very well he very well could still go we haven't seen cuz we haven't seen him in a year um yeah. but at least give him a chance i think someone else is going to suit him up um rather quickly
0: I would say a company like Impact could use him. And I mean, he's in Houston, so you figure who's been I'm pretty sure, you know, with Booker T school down there. I'm pretty Booker sure. Booker T
1: school is down there. Dustin school's down there. School's down down there are yeah. several That's a hub. It's a wrestling hub, right? Absolutely.
0: So. Yeah, so I mean, you know, and I, I like I said, I've always been a fan of Shelton, you know, going back to when him and um Charlie Haas to a Team Angle, you know what I mean? They mm-hmm. th- th- it, it was a real legit, you know, fan, you know, a tandem. You know, figure three amateur wrestlers you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that you know and i loved it i really loved the presentation and obviously when he went when he went solo and up was it 04, mm-hmm. and he had that match with triple h on raw i was like okay. i made him an
1: hbk like let's talk oh, about God. the spin mid-air like there are Hold so that. many he's a high i mean i did a if you guys go to my blog hi gabby uh instagram.com i did a whole like two minute feature on shelton benjamin maybe i should repost that but, should. yeah i did a whole feature on him and his matches and his background and like he's a hidden gem again like even if they don't sign him for wrestling someone sign signing for a wrestling line
0: agree agreed then you you talked about Dolph Ziggler and again I go back to April 8th 2013 East Rutherford New Jersey Monday Night Raw Albert he cashes in money in the bank on Alberto Del Rio and that crowd became unglued that, that was cr- the
1: in my opinion one of the best cash ins like easily don't get you wrong, there are some great cash ins but I I whenever someone mentions cash in you always think about Dolph
0: Dolph I would put him at number two because number one no one ever thought that Sh- that uh Seth Rollins was, was gonna, gonna cash Seth. in at a Wrestlemania like yeah. that was and when you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. that was like when they call it heist of the century that's that's legit man but I always felt that Dolph, and I was talking to a um a friend of mine earlier. And when because Dolph, we all know Dolph is truly one of the best. When you know when the entire industry, when Ric Flair, you know, wrote a heartfelt mm-hmm. post about it, because he said, I'll never forget the letter you wrote to me when I was in the hospital. Because when Rick Flair was on was on psh, When
1: COVID hit, he went and bought out a bunch of indie people's merch stores.
0: Mm-hmm. So he's just
1: one of those people like I, his interview with uh Chris Van Pellet recently where he was like, what are the th-? he's like, at the end of the day, you can throw me NXT and job me out or you can throw me in a main event title match and I'm still going to perform doesn't matter. I'm there. I'm here. I'm going to perform. So like he's just a person that again. He Can go and I feel like his anniversary was coming up too. I feel like his 20 years coming up in a few months, so like that kind of sucks to cut it. He
0: got signed in, oh, he got signed to OVW in 04 because they're grandfathering about the OVW in yeah. 04. Checks out, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you figured the Miz was we figured he was on tough enough in 04,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what I mean? So it's just crazy that right now, Miz is one of the longest tenured wrestlers there full-time right now obviously orton would if he whenever he does decide to come back Mm -hmm. but yeah the next one is my boy aj francis top dollar from hit row the part and we were talking about it and the part that was shocking is the fact that they kept ashante the adonis and bfab and i'm like well wait a minute like because i'm thinking oh they're gonna let go hit row again Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but they only got rid of top dollar
1: that just tells me that his contract was more money than theirs, honestly. Because, to my understanding, the cuts were they were trying to trim some fat. People who had these contracts that were not producing what they needed to produce to kind of balance the scales. So that's all that told me is that he had a fat contract.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, I like I like AJ, and we we've talked offline before, and um, I'm hopeful to have him on the D Loop podcast in 2024. So hopefully, stay tuned for that. We'll see, but you know. He talked about a lot of the creative that he was looking to do. They were talking about him, you know, doing a job to Michael Cole, and he was all about it. Mm-hmm. And people was like, "Oh, Michael Cole hates you," and he's like, "Uh, actually, no, he actually does like me." But unfortunately, you know, because he flipped, he 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 botched over the top rope. I'm like, listen, some of your some of your faves has botched in the ring before.
1: Mm-hmm. It may not have been as obvious.
0: Right, but, you know, they, but they, they've botched in the ring People think the
1: No one's perfect.
0: But, and, and it was wild to me is the fact that he, and, and you know what? Shout out to my, my coach at Monster Factory, Danny Cage. And he's talked about how wrestling, you know, being too polished. Because he's like, let's be real. In a real fight, do you expect everything to be sequenced the right way? No. And once he told me that, we were sitting in Gorilla one night and he was just explaining things we're talking about botches mm-hmm. and i'm just like you know he's right I, I mean just really think about it so it's like i don't look at botchamania and all that stuff like because i'm just like mistakes happen in the ring you know what i'm saying it's as like long as every, no one's hurt as long as going. no one's hurt and you, as long as you can recover that's all that really matters so that's the part i mean everyone's called flop dollar and all that stuff like listen man at the end of the day he's doing something that a lot of that a lot of people online can't do Mm -hmm. he played what nine years in the nfl which a lot of people can't say the average you figure the average nfl career is 3.5 years he he uh, he exceeded that and he got to perform in the wwe so Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's like who's really winning here so Mm -hmm. like i said unfortunately you know people losing their jobs and everything i you know i get it and understand but you know i'm sure top dollar will, will dollar now as he going by i hope he i'm sure he lands on his feet and does his own thing there he has so many different things he's involved in with music and with the wrestling business i'm sure he'll land somewhere and, and make an impact for sure i did and that's pun intended and unintended <laughs> and another um, one we'll talk about and we'll um this will be the last one for the uh, releases for now is um Matt riddle um Monster Factory alum um that was I think a couple of days after the initial wave yeah he went out
1: Friday night I think
0: right right before Smackdown mm-hmm. I, he had, took a, it was a picture of himself with the US belt on and talked about hey you know I'm no longer with WWE and I don't
1: think anyone was shocked at that unfortunately Riddle is a great performer um I'm not going to take away his flowers. However, he has had several personal struggles um, to the point where he was honestly more of a liability for the WWE. Um, you guys Google that. We're not getting into that right now. Um, but he definitely had his struggles, unfortunately. And with everything going on in the world right now, um, they don't need any more liabilities. It literally just said they were cutting talent for this reason. So I don't think anyone was surprised. I think everyone was surprised that he was a delayed person. I think that people expected him to be on that wednesday thursday whatever day they yeah. started the black um, the cuts um but i think that he had a lot going on in his personal life that yeah. was overshadowing his talent
0: yeah and if somebody like i said i'd never met matt before because i got to the monster factory i think three years after he left mm-hmm. because he killed it there and he just started really hitting the indies like here in the states and abroad mm-hmm. so we share monster factory lineage together. And um, I, I hope if we, he and I were to meet, you know, and, and ex- express, you know, with pleasantries and things like that. And I hope that, you know, he bounces back on his feet and um, continues to do what he does. And hopefully he can perform somewhere. And I'm sure it, the Indies could be a good place for him. You know, where he can hone his craft still. And, Cause he's still really, really damn good. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Unfortunately, like I just, I really think that his personal struggles has overshined his talent. Um, My concern with him would be his price, right? Because he's got a lot going on. He's got like four kids. Um, But I think that he's also a person who wants to be the champion. He wants to have the accolades. And so I see him taking some time off, maybe doing some indies, getting a few dollars. And then he's going to pop up in, like, say, Impact. He might pop up in NWA. He might pack pop in... I don't know if he's going to go to AEW. I don't see it. I don't see TK taking on the liability. Maybe if his life calms down in the next year or so, definitely. But I see him going to impact.
0: Yeah. I mean, and like I said, and people, and I want people to understand, like, don't, don't shout more impact because they are killing it right now. And if you haven't been paying attention to what's going on there, I would definitely advise you to. They just celebrated their 1000th episode. So congrats mm-hmm. are in order to impact wrestling and, and what they're doing there. So, so. Again, that does it for, but in regards to the, all the releases that happened, um, and like I said, kudos to, you know, and best wishes and to all that were unfortunately let go, and I know that if you continue to work hard, it w- and I know there's some hardworking people, they're going to land somewhere, and they're, they're going to continue to hone their craft in the world of professional wrestling. But it's crazy to think that, you know, September is uh, uh, obviously uh, coming to a close, and, I can't believe that John Cena is on a po- a pay-per-view poster again for Fastlane. I couldn't okay. believe it. I'm like, wow. And it's going to be an interesting couple of months, you know, as far as what's going to happen going into Survivor Series being in Chicago <clears throat> and seeing you just never know. So
1: I hope they bring back NXT versus SmackDown versus Raw. I actually really like that the invasion and stuff. Like I actually really love that, and I hope that they bring that
0: back. Um, that was that was what 2019, and I got to mm-hmm. be honest with you, that concept was pretty damn cool because I liked it. it was it was something we didn't think was gonna end.
1: game, yeah. <laughs> like
0: NXT freaking killed it.
1: Yeah, they won. Didn't they, they win? Won. One? They
0: won Survivor yeah. Series, and after that so uh, it was a damn you know, good
1: pay-per-view so i hope I mean, that they kind of look into bringing that back hopefully that, that with this new endeavor tko deal that they are they're allowed to bring back some of the things that worked because there were a lot of things that worked that disappeared um i'm not knocking anything that they're doing now i'm not saying things don't work but there were some things that like really really were pretty cool that have bit the dust
0: yeah and i mean like i said the fact that triple h can just focus on the wrestling aspect of it i just think it's great because now he doesn't have to worry about numbers or any or, or obviously the numbers when it comes to attendance and all, yeah that stuff but i'm just talking about just pure all he has to worry about is the product you know what i mean So that's mm-hmm. one that's the, that's just one thing he has to focus on and he's really he's you know obviously with Shawn michaels doing his thing in nxt running it down there and you know, the list goes on and on What triple H is doing on the main roster as, you know, head of creative, Mm -hmm. you know, he doesn't have any distractions. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's man. And I I just, again, I wish all companies, all the best, you know what I mean? WWE and all three brands, you know, a W and, you know, uh mlw impact ring of um ring of honor i love
1: friendly competition it brings out the better it brings out the best in you like let's be honest it's AEW showed up wwe has kind of set their game up like i agree Be honest it's definitely i I agree healthy competition like i bring it on i'm here i want everyone to win like i don't i'm not one of those fans who's like i can't wait for impact to crumble it's like whoa whoa impact has some great lineage like
0: why would you want why you want that to go why you want that to go and now you know what the problem is though and i think we may have touched on it before think about your fan now that might be 30 years old 20 years 20 years ago it was only one game in town Mm -hmm. so all they've ever known was the wwe Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and with 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 tna and impact just kind of trucking you know along the way WWE was the head of the food chain. They had, you could say, 95% to 98% market share when it came to the wrestling genre. So now all of a sudden, you get this billionaire that basically comes in and says, I'm going to disrupt creating another company, and he has the money, the marketing, and the mouthpiece to to combat and, and compete. You know what I mean? So people are going to be a little, eh, well, I don't know. You know, but and they want and they want certain, you know, certain companies to fail. I'm just like, the where are the, where are the other wrestlers going to go? As long as there's places for the guys and the girls to work, it's all that matters to me. Mm-hmm. If someone I don't that's want in to the see lose
1: their job, like, absolutely.
0: And I'm that's my biggest out.
1: thing. Is like I never want to hear someone losing their job. Like that's livelihood. Like that sucks. And like, why would you root for? Plenty of people losing their jobs. Like you have to think about the person who works at the arenas, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're getting an extra shift because they got to do the AEW show. Mm-hmm. So, like maybe now the arena has to cut back because they're not having as many shows. Like, yes, look at the. I understand the trickle down. You, like, look at the trickle down. The trickle down effect. Events one hundred percent. All of these cool things. Someone's got to come and clean up after the event. So, like, you got to think about that. Like, yes, we're worried about that top yeah the ceos make all that money whatever that'll be fine but like think about the trickle down to the person who goes and sets up the ring the person that's in the van running the producer like it's so much involved in it and like big picture guys like again nothing's wrong with healthy competition yeah would you be mad if there was a new nfl team popped up no you'd be like bet bring it where are they gonna end up at what's happening think about it that way like big picture guys
0: very big picture, and I mean, I'm, I plan. I'm going to AEW when it come to Philly in October, so I'm looking Sweet. forward to seeing, you know, what you know as far as the pro, you know, how, where the program is going to be. Even at that point, mm-hmm. you know, who may show up, who may show up in Philly, because that's a big city. So you never know who may show up at that at that particular event. So I'm just hoping, like I said, for the, between now and the end of the year, you know, we're going to see the the best you know that we've seen in a long time with everyone just really step every company really stepping up and just moving and pressing forward and again nothing but positivity like i said for everyone like and i was gonna say i sincerely hope someone signs sunny kiss because he is she is extremely extremely talented yes i have my feelings on why she was hired
1: same we're not going there we're not gonna go there we're (laughs) not
0: gonna go with keep it positive but there is no reason why that one of your very first hires were barely used
1: Mm -hmm.
0: on freaking real so i hope sunny gets signed to whichever companies impact wwe wherever i hope Mm -hmm. i hope that happens because she definitely deserves it absolutely but well, before we get out of here, once again, if you could tell everybody where they can find you on social media and every place in between.
1: All right. You guys can find me on social media, um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at H-I-I-G-A-B-I-I. Hi, Gabby. Um, Join me. Join my madness and my random rants.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, again, as always, you know, it's definitely good having you on and you I'm sure you'll be back on soon. Absolutely. We can talk about more. Professional wrestling. All right. Well, that does it for this week's edition of the D podcast. Once again, I want to thank Gabby for stopping by and talking about you know the crazy week that was a WWE. And to everyone that did get released, you know, best wishes to all of you. I know you all are landing on your feet. Hardworking people, and I know greater things are on the horizon. You now as for me. My song Espacione is doing very, very well. You know, it's, uh, the numbers on YouTube as far as the music video was climbing. And also, the radio station 997 to Heat Miami is um, the top 10 songs right now on that particular station. So, huge shout out to the team at Radio Pushers, who's uh, really, really uh, pushing the record. And just to let you all know, you can request a song on 997 to Heat Miami by going to radiopushers.tv forward slash request your artist. And you can put in Derry T. Lewis, Angie Stars, and Espacion. You know, pass it along to anyone that you know. And you can also stream the record on all platforms. You know, Apple Music, Tidal, Amazon Music, Spotify, you name it. And, of course, you can look at the music video on Vivo app, you know, YouTube, and Apple Music. And Tidal, where you can see the music video. And I'm so proud of the music video. Shout out to Lynn Chanel my uh love interest in the music video and um I really appreciate what she was able to bring to the actual production so that's that for now you can also check out the t-shirt store the hoodie store okay com. you can also go to my social media the real dtlu on all those platforms, okay? In addition to Facebook is Derek T. Lewis' official page. Well, I'm going to get out of here, and like I always say, no matter what it is you do in life, always remember to make it count. See you next time.